Dear beauty business babe, I see you grinding. I hear your fears. I know that you're ready for more. Hey girl, my name is Kelly Callahan and I'm here to sprinkle a little bit of business, a little bit of mindset, and a whole ton of love and inspiration to help you light you up along the way. Because if I can build a half a million dollar beauty brand in just a few years, I know that you can too. This podcast is dedicated to the beauty business babe who is ready to take radical responsibility for her life. I don't know it all, but I do know a lot and I am willing to teach you everything I've learned along my journey. I believe that you absolutely have it in you to create the life and the business that you dream of. And with a little bit of help, you can get there even faster than I did. I am here to fully support you. I am here to help guide you. Take what you want from these free trainings from this podcast so you can go further, faster in your business and in your life. So let's talk business. Let's embody mindset. And don't forget to join the rest of the Beauty Business Tribe on our free Facebook group called Beauty Business Babes. Let's get down to business, girl. Hey, you guys, welcome to the very first episode of the relaunch of the Beauty Business Bay podcast. I'm so excited and honored to be here with you guys today. My name is Kelly Callahan. If I have not yet met you yet, hello, 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 hello. I'm a beauty business entrepreneur and I am your host of the Beauty Business Bay podcast. I am also the host of the Facebook group. If you guys want to head on over to Facebook, please join our free Facebook group called Beauty Business Babes, where we have 7,000 other women who are beauty business professionals from all over the world joining in to support, encourage, and love on one another. So I am really excited today because I haven't told my story in in quite a while and I think this is the perfect time as the first episode of the relaunch to kind of go into how I became an entrepreneur, (laughs) how this all started for me. So I'm going to take you guys back to before I became an entrepreneur and what I was doing then. When I was 18, I decided to move over to San Diego where I currently reside. Actually, I just moved a couple weeks ago to Temecula, but pretty close, about an hour away. And what I really uh, fell in love with during my professional corporate career was sales. I was a sales manager. I was working in retail as well. I was managing a whole team of people, um, but I found myself really gifted at being able to connect with people and sell. So really what I fell in love with was the hustle. I fell in love with the opportunity to work on a commission-based type of uh, you know, agreement with the companies that I worked with because I knew then that I was able to make as much money as I could with as much mu- as much work and energy as I put into, you know, trying to make that happen for myself. So, I took radical responsibility at that point thinking like, wow, if I can just get, you know, these many people to sign up, I can make this much money, I can create this much impact. And really, I think that trickled into who I am today and where I'm at in my business today. So, I was working for all kinds of different cell phone carriers. Verizon, Sprint, uh, T-Mobile, any like carrier that you could probably think of, I probably worked for them. And I ended up um, doing this for many, many years. 
And what I found myself doing is uh, working and then quitting during the summer because I wanted the freedom to be able to just like do whatever I wanted. I was a huge party girl in my 20s. I just love to be social, love to like be around people and love to just, you know, travel and all of these things. So a lot of my focus wasn't so much on money back then, even though that was like definitely a perk of working the corporate lifestyle. But I loved being able to just hang out with friends and be social. And I had this like really, really huge passion to travel. So I found myself every summer just quitting my job so that way I can travel and lay out on the beach in San Diego. And I did that because I was really confident that I would be able to, you know, go back to my old job if I really wanted to or find a new job because I was so good at interviewing and sales and all of these things. So as I started to do this, and as I started to, you know, grow into my 20s, uh, I started making about six figures by the age of around 23, 24. And I realized like, wow, like this is awesome, right? The, the financial aspect of working in corporate was so safe. It was so awesome. But at the same time, I knew that I wasn't aligned with who I was meant to serve. I knew that there was more for me. Like I had this just... Ah, this yearning, this yearning to find out what my purpose was in this world. So I remember dragging my feet to work one day. At this point, I was working for a telecommunications company and I sat in my little cubicle and I just started crying. I was like bawling my little baby eyeballs out. And I was thinking like, why is this happening? This doesn't seem right. It's not normal for me to feel this way. And day after day that week, I started doing that every time I came to work. And so I found myself in this situation where it was like physically, um, you know, I knew that there was a change mentally, obviously, emotionally. There was this shift in me that was telling me and yelling at me that I needed to get the heck out of the corporate world. So I ended up just putting my two weeks in and I realized that uh, I needed to do this. I needed to do this for myself, even though it was so, so, so scary because I had the comfort of being in corporate and I had the ability to make the six-figure income that I was making and it was so awesome financially speaking, but I knew that my soul was just calling me out and was like, girl, you need to go do something else. So I ended up quitting my job, uh, putting my two weeks in and I did what I love to do, which is travel. And with the money that I had saved up over you know, the months and years, I decided to go all over the world. <laughs> I went to South America. I went to Europe. I went all over the United States and I loved my life for about 18 months there. I was just like partying, enjoying life, being social, meeting people. It was so, so, so fun. A lot of this I did on my own um, and in some places I was able to meet friends and things like that. But I had the best 18 months ever because there was so much freedom tied into that and there was so much just like creative expression that I I was just, you know, going crazy. It was really, 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 really fun. And by the end of the 18 months though, I looked at my bank account and I was like, all righty, this isn't going to be a great situation if I continue at the pace that I'm going at. So I decided that this was the point in my life that I was going to have to choose what direction I was going to go in. I was in this, this fork in the road, right? And I was thinking, okay, 
the safe place, the very safe place to go would be going back to corporate life, going back to what I know, going back to what I know I would get hired for, going back to like the safety and the comfort of, you know, having benefits and having a nice, you know, income and all of these things. But I knew that I would be back right in the same position that I was in 18 months prior, which was hating life. (laughs) So I decided to explore different options. And ever since I was little, I always knew that I wanted to pave a different path for myself. I always knew that I wanted to do things differently because I worked, um, I saw my parents work so hard growing up and not fully enjoying their lives and not fully enjoying what they did. And so I learned a lot from seeing them work so hard and not making the financial um, income that they wanted to or just not being over, you know, overly happy or anything like that. So I wanted something different. I wanted to pave a different path. And so because of that, I didn't know what entrepreneurship was as a kid, but I always knew that I wanted to do something a little bit different. And I remember um, in my early 20s, I had a journal that I would write down ideas for, you know, just my entrepreneurial ideas. So I opened up that journal at this point and I started looking at all the different ideas. And one of the ideas that was on there was mobile spray tanning. Now, a lot of people ask me how I got into the industry. I honestly don't even know how the heck I came up with mobile spray tanning. It made no sense to me how I even knew this was a thing because I didn't know that was a thing. And so I must have been doing research. I really don't know. I don't remember. So I looked at it. Um, I looked at the words and I said, mobile spray tanning. That's interesting. Let me go ahead and look it up. See if there's anybody around here that does anything like that. And maybe I'll just book an appointment. So I did. I found a girl that was able to come to my house and she spray tanned me in about 30 minutes and I was tanned and I was like, wow, that was really easy. (laughs) That was so quick. I paid her 50 bucks. She came in and out within like 30 minutes and that was it. So I started researching. I was like, do we need licenses? Do I need to be an esthetician? Do I need to be a cosmetologist? What kind of insurance do I need? I started just digging in and I realized that in the state of California, you don't need a license to offer these services. So the next day I went to a business meeting, um, something that was hosted by the Small Business Bureau in my county that I was in. And I sat down in this meeting and it was for people who had the idea to start a business. And I'll never forget what happened in this meeting because like many of you guys, I'm sure you guys can resonate with this, I was giving myself all the excuses as to why I was going to wait to do it, right? I was like, oh, I'm not ready yet. You know, I can just wait a couple of weeks, but I literally had $2,000 in my bank account. So I needed to figure something out quick, but because of all of those subconscious fears that I was having, I wasn't ready to move forward and jump in at this very moment in time. But something happened in this meeting that made me just do it. And I sat down And the guy pointed at me, the guy conducting the meeting, you know, he pointed at me and he was like, what business are you going to be opening? What business are you trying to open? And I explained the idea of mobile spray tanning. And he's like, okay, so where are you at? And I said, it's just an idea. I don't really know like how to start it or that's why I'm here. You know, like I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. I have no friends that are entrepreneurs, no family members that are business owners, nothing like that. So I have no support and I'm just trying to, you know, figure this thing out. It's just an idea. 
And he's like, so when are you going to get your business license? And I was like, oh, you know, probably in a couple of months or, you know, just whenever. And he's like, why are you waiting? What is the purpose of you waiting right now? And he wasn't saying it in a mean way. He was just saying like straight up, what is the reason why you're waiting? And I just thought about it and I was like, you know what? (laughs) I don't really have a valid reason. I have no valid reason as to why I am waiting to get my business license because I just, I guess I'm just stuck in fear. You know, I guess I just don't know what I'm supposed to do next. And so he handed me over a paper and he said, these are the steps in which you need to take. And it's incredibly easy, Kelly. So if you just take these steps, go get your business license, you know, do what you need to do in order to get yourself legal and on the books, you can start your business literally tomorrow, okay? And I looked at him and I was like, wow. (laughs) In my mind, I was like, okay, this is a little abrasive, but you know, I just needed that kick in the ass because if we didn't have that conversation, if I would have never went to that business meeting, I don't know that I would have ever started the business because the longer that I wait to start anything and I I let the fears come up and I let the self-doubt come up and I let those like negative, you know, talks come up for me and other people telling me you shouldn't do this, you should do the safe thing and have all of these imposed beliefs situated in like the whole idea of becoming a business owner, I don't know that I would have started. So to whoever that man was, I don't even know his name, I thank him so much because I did. I did go get my business license. I did everything I had to do to get myself legal, on the books, all of that stuff. And within just a couple of weeks, I got all of my equipment. I got training under my belt and I started practicing on people. And I found out really quickly that I just loved spray tanning. I loved what it was giving me. I loved the opportunity to meet people. I loved the opportunity to like, realize I could actually have uncapped potential, financial potential with this and that I was my own boss. So I could decide the hours that I worked, the freedom that I would have, like the boundaries that I would set for myself, who I would work with, like everything was based upon my own beliefs and my own values, which is so, so, so empowering. So with that, I took this thing and I ran with it. I ran. I started mobile spray tanning out of my mother's home because I, you know, was traveling and stuff, so I wasn't paying rent for my own place. I started going to LA, Riverside, um, where she lived. I also went to San Diego, Orange County, and that wasn't the, the smartest business move, but for me, it was about gaining the experience, gaining the reputation, getting some reviews underneath my belt, um, really connecting and really perfecting the art of spray tanning. And so I just went for it, and it was perfect. Within just a couple of months, I ended up um, picking up all my stuff, moving to San Diego, and I got into a location where I was renting out a room. And this is really where I feel like a lot of my business started expanding because what I realized pretty quickly is that I can make a lot more money people coming to me versus me spending the time in my car driving to them. So with this, I was able to grow my business and then I started doing trainings. So I started helping other women who were interested in getting into the spray tanning industry 
And I really started helping them with the beginning stages of their business. And for a while, I was doing this for free. I was kind of like, okay, let me just be your mentor. I'm just going to help out. And then I realized like, wow, there's something here that I have. It's a gift to connect with other people. And it's also a way for me to um, create a nice income for myself. And I personally, like I love to work with women. I've always loved to work with women. I've always been a woman's woman ever since I was little. I love to help women grow. And the whole reason why I got into spray tanning when I figured out like, oh, this is actually a thing is because I wanted to help women feel beautiful because I feel like if women are confident in their own skin, if they love themselves, then they emit that energy. And in turn, there's less cattiness in the world. There's less, um, you know, trying to tear others down in the world. And that's really truly what I want because especially in the beauty industry, I'm sure some of you guys have experienced this, it is catty. It is very, very catty. And it's not something that I like to even talk about really. But the truth of the matter is that a lot of us are very insecure in the way that we are moving forward in our lives for whatever reason. Um, a lot of it stems from childhood, but that's for another episode. So I personally want to empower other women to let other women know that not everyone is one bad and not everyone's trying to take away from them. So if we can create a community of women that are here to help them evolve and truly help them, you know, start and grow their beauty business, then that's like beautiful because then they feel that support. They feel like they don't have to be, you know, looking at, you know, over their shoulder all the time, that sort of thing. That's exactly what I wanted to cultivate. And thankfully now, you know, growing into the spray tanning um, training and education part of it, I have truly been able to empower those other women um, all around the world. You know, we've traveled and trained over a thousand women at this point to become successful business owners. And this is truly where my passion lies because again, I wanted to work with women and I wanted to make an impact in their lives. And while spray tanning for me was great because you could see like the difference in their mood, you can see the difference in their face once they get that beautiful spray tan on, it became more than that. I was actually truly changing lives. I was helping women really change their lives going from something similar to myself where it's like they hated their job into becoming an independent business owner or even doing side hustle work. So for me, this is like the training aspect of it is exactly where I wanted to be and exactly my purpose in life. And I found it through spray tanning. So one thing I want to say before I continue on is that when you become a business owner, the beautiful thing is that you can go in so many different directions. You can franchise out your business. You can license out your business. You can start creating product lines. You can start training. You can do so many different things, but I advise you to feel out what aligns with you, what aligns with your mission, what aligns with you as a human, because a lot of the times when you start doing something for just the financial gain, it's unsustainable and it's not going to be as fun and it's not going to be as productive or um, effective for you or for the people that you're working with. So it's really, really, really important to stay aligned with your purpose and to have a vision of exactly why you're doing what you're doing because 
Again, you don't want to just serve based upon financial gain. If you are on purpose, if you're living your life on purpose, you will find that the right people, places, things, experiences are going to be attracted to you and you're going to find so much more fulfillment in that I promise you. I promise you something I see a lot of the times in our industry is that people are just copying other people that they think are successful or that they think are doing the right thing or something that they possibly want to do and just really just copying them and and that's not it. That's not living on purpose. That's not doing anything that is beneficial for you and it's not going to be beneficial for the clients that you work with. So I encourage you guys to really dive in inward and think about what is it that I'm doing but more importantly, why am I doing this? Okay, because training and creating a product line and doing all these things It's not for everybody. So finding out what aligns with you and your true purpose and what you want to contribute into this world is so incredibly important. All right, so going back to a little bit about my journey. Once I got into San Diego, I got um, into that room. I started paying her rent. It was a 60% 40% split where I was making 60% of the income for every person that came in and I was giving her 40%. There's a reason why I did this and I'm going to be talking about this in um, a few episodes later. So I'm going to be talking about the journey of how I was able to get into um, a space from mobile and then eventually getting into my own salon which was called Slay Beauty Bar. I'm going to be sharing all of like the juicy details in specific episodes because it would be too long on this particular episode. But my journey was mobile, going into a salon and renting out a room. From there, I grew into my own salon after I got my um, aesthetics license and I started offering lashes and facials and waxing and all kinds of different things, which became a little bit overwhelming. So I stripped all of the services that I was not aligned with and I stuck with lashes, teeth whitening, and spray tans. My business, my salon business was called Slay Beauty Bar. And up until recently, I was you know working on the business I was working in the business um, and for the last year or so I would say that I wasn't really present there I wasn't really present because I was really focused in on the online trainings that we offer for spray tanning and also cultivating a really strong um, sisterhood that are you know the trainers that we have for spray tan class which we hired on last year So with my focus being on the trainings, I was no longer able to energetically be or physically be at the salon. So I had other people running the salon and that was, it was fine. It was great, but I know that that salon deserved better. I knew that that salon would be a lot more successful if the right person was in there owning it and managing it. So just recently through COVID, I was able to sell the salon and I'm really, really happy about that because it really took off this burden of feeling like I'm disappointing people, my clients and the people that work there and all these things. So with that, now I am fully 100% immersed in the online space. So we offer the spray tan class trainings online. I also have a team of educators throughout the United States and Canada that I work with that help our women one-on-one and in person. I also have a product line called Obsidian. So 
Sunless, which is a sunless solution for professional spray tanning artists. I also have a self tanner called Obsidian as well. And I've created a ton of online courses to help women in the beauty industry learn how to market their business because I know that that is a lot of what is missing in our industry. People really focus in on the technique and the technical aspect of what they're learning, whether it's lashes or makeup or hair or whatever, but a huge, huge, huge missing piece, even through going through my aesthetic school, is the lack of the conversation for business and marketing and mindset. So if I can contribute that and if I can give back to our beauty business community in that way, that's really where I think the magic is, which is why I'm doing this podcast, which is why I have the paid courses and things like that. So I love the fact that I was able to take the chance on myself because I promise you I had no background of business at all. Like I had no friends, no family, nobody that was there to help me. All I had was a sales and marketing background through my corporate job and just the unshakable feeling and belief that I can figure this out, that I would be able to just jump all in into this business and figure it out as I went. So I didn't look at step 1165. I really just looked at, you know, the steps that I had right in front of me. So like, what did I have to do first? And thankfully I had that man to kick me in the butt to let me know like, this is what you need to do first, sir or lady, (laughs) sir. Um, This is what you need to do first. And then from there, going into, you know, becoming an entrepreneur through learning how to market, learning how to create like a sustainable, solid business. And I took, till this day, I still take, a shit ton of courses. I am constantly evolving, constantly going to um, you know different things like the Tony Robbins events. I am constantly investing and reinvesting into my business because I know that I'm never going to stop learning. I'm always going to be a lifelong learner for as long as I live. And I love that about myself because I think oftentimes we think about what what can I learn? And as soon as I learn it, that's it, right? That's like all I'm going to learn, <laughs> which is a huge mistake. At this very moment in time, I'm currently enrolled in, um, you know, with a mentor who was not cheap <laughs> at all, but she's helping me, you know, create more online um, training programs. I am also involved with the Tony Robbins Mentor. And I finally just re-enrolled in school to get my master's in psychology and eventually I'm going to um, get, you know, go further than that. So I'm really, really excited to just share my journey with you. I am obsessed with helping you guys grow so that way you guys can gain the financial freedom, the fulfillment, the self-confidence, the self-love, and all of the amazing, amazing rewards that I have been able to reap because I took the risk. And so I want to give you guys that encouragement. I want to show you guys that it's completely possible for you guys because if I can do it, there's absolutely no reason why anybody else cannot do it. It all starts with your belief. And once you start having that belief and really having that vision for what you're going to be doing, then you will have just naturally be pulled by the inspired action that it'll take for you to make that first step going forward. So I want to just leave you guys with this. 
I was reading um, an article a couple of months ago and it said that the average person spends 90,000 90, hours working. So if you're a beauty business babe and you're you know working at maybe another job or you're still unsure if you want to do this, if you want to leap into entrepreneurship, I want you to think about that number, 90,000 hours. Like that's a long ass time, okay? <laughs> to be hating what you do, to be not enjoying and not fully enjoying what you do. Because now I do work like, you know, pretty consistently. I work quite a bit, but I love what I do. So it doesn't seem like work. Whereas eight hours out of the day back then working corporate, it was like 24 hours in a day. That's what it felt like to me. So I hope that my story inspires you. I hope that you guys understand that you are capable of doing this. And if you guys need any support, you guys can always reach me on Instagram at I am underscore Kellyanne. If you guys love this episode, I would love for you guys to screenshot this, share it on your Instagram, and tag me at I am underscore Kellyanne. For the next two weeks of the launch, I am going to be doing five different giveaways. And this is going to be for anybody who either leaves a comment, a review, or shares this episode on their Instagram and tags at I am underscore Kellyanne. I'm so excited to embark on this journey with you guys. I love podcasting and it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really fun. Thank you guys so much and I'll see you on the next episode.